this is the point that holds 99% of all businesses back is that fear of starting to bring on help. It just, it stagnates everybody's growth. What's up, everybody? My name is Mike Shogren here with my co-host, Emmanuel Pani. We're part of a group of specialized real estate investors you've probably never heard of. We didn't start with deep pockets or wealthy families, and we don't rely on 401ks, mutual funds, or traditional real estate investing. In fact, many of us don't even own the properties that fund our freedom. If you ask the money experts out there, they'd say what we do is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. It's happening through a new niche called short-term rentals. We are Short-Term Rental Nation, and these are our secrets. What's going on, STR Nation? Mike Shogren here with another episode of the Short-Term Rental Secrets Podcast. And today, we are changing it up. So instead of doing our regularly scheduled interviews, I wanted to share a video that was part of our exclusive content in the free Facebook group from a couple weeks ago. The free Facebook group, uh, every single Tuesday, we go live. We call it Tuesdays with Mike and Mike. And we also have Mindset Monday in there. Um, And so you guys should definitely check it out. So make sure that you join the free Facebook group. Uh, Subscribe to us on YouTube as well. We're putting out a ton of content on YouTube. Really want to push that channel and give you guys as much free value on there as possible. I love the podcast because it's nice and easy to listen to. I'm a big podcast guy, but sometimes it's nice to be able to get the visuals and we can go a lot deeper on YouTube than we can with a traditional podcast. So head over to YouTube, search short-term rental secrets, subscribe, And uh, we're posting in there at least two times a week with fresh content for you guys. So uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, join the free Facebook group. And one last thing that I'm super excited about for you guys is for all of you loyal listeners, we are working on putting together a free program for you guys. Um, But basically, we're going to have a free program that will talk about the three different models on how to get started with short-term rentals, how to analyze markets, how to analyze deals, uh, how to furnish properties, different technology that you need to put in there. And we'll be constantly refreshing that and it's going to be completely free. So if you want to get put on the wait list for that, it'll be about three weeks-ish or so before we have that up and running. We're actively building it right now. Um, just text resources, text the word resources to 978-242-0001. Again, that's text resources to 978 978- Two four two zero 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 one, and as soon as that is released, we'll shoot you over the link. It'll be totally free, and um, really excited for this for you guys because I know that we get a bunch of DMs and different uh, messages, and we're putting together this free program just for you loyal listeners. So really excited to share that with you. And one last thing, if you're enjoying the podcast, please like and subscribe um, and share it with people. Okay, we're putting out all this content. We want to get the message out there to help as many hosts as possible. Um, so if you can subscribe, uh, leave us a review and share it with anybody that's in this industry or looking to get in this industry, we'd greatly appreciate it. So with that being said, thank you again, as always, we crossed the 50,000 download mark, which is amazing. And we couldn't do it without you guys. So, so grateful for all you amazing loyal listeners. Um, and that's it guys. Today's topic is when to hire an assistant for your short-term rental business. It's very timely for me as we just hired our first um, about two weeks ago. And this person's already been crushing it for us, taking a lot of things off our plate. Um, Right now he's working five days a week. So he's working Thursday to Monday 
um, three to 11, I think are his hours. Um, but Mike, I know you've got lots of experience with, with hiring assistants and virtual assistants, um, you know, when you got them and, and things like that. So that's going to be the topic for today. How many units did you have live on Airbnb before you hired your first? I think I had six. I think I had six VAs. Uh, I'm sorry, six properties before I got my first um, part-time VA. And they were working like four hours a day for me. Um, they'd work like 12.30 to 4.30 and I'll break down what that looks like in a minute. I mean, now I have five full-time VAs. So I have basically 24 seven coverage. Um, they essentially run, run my business. Um, you know, I literally just ran home, played golf again today. My business chugged along. Like I don't need to be there. They, they handle everything for me. Um, but I want to, I want to get back real quick to the point of like, this is the point that holds 99% of all businesses back is that fear of starting to bring on help. It just, it stagnates everybody's growth right? It, until you start to bring on help, your business is never going to grow and you're never going to be free from your business. So if you read the E-Myth, which I highly recommend everybody read, it's a great book and it's in a story format about a woman that owns a bakery. And you'll see, and you'll probably relate to this if you've been in business for any amount of time that you're running around doing everything yourself. And yes, you know, with Accelerator and the Mastermind, I teach you guys a whole bunch of systems to automate the majority of the process, but you can only go so far with that until you have to bring on help because those little, those little pockets of time when you have one or two listings, when you expand to five, 10, 20, 40, 50 units, that, that demand of your time continues to grow, right? So that's why you need to bring on help. So <clears throat> what I always recommend is get out a piece of paper and do a two week time study. I want you to write it out, like physically write it out. You're going to carry around this piece of paper or you can make one in Google sheets or Excel or whatever and print it out. So every 15 minutes, I want you to write down what you're doing. And one, it's going to identify like where are you spending a good chunk of your time Two, It's going to make you really productive. And then three, you're just going to be like, wow, I spent this much time on this task that I thought was only taking me 15 minutes or wow, like I'm spending X amount of hours a week on this business. These are all different things that I could outsource. So you write everything down and then you rank it based on like, do I need to do it? Do I think I need to do it? Meaning AKA I don't really need to do it, but I feel like I do. Or three, like I can definitely outsource this to somebody that could get it at least 80% good as I can. Right. And you want to categorize all those. And that's what you call like your delegation list. Like this is what I can start to offload on my plate. So like when I was working a full-time job, what I had my first VA do, I had him working 1230 to I think 530 with like an hour break in the middle. So at 1230, they would check in. They would make sure that the previous guests had checked out, that the cleaners had showed up. They'd file any damage claims for me from Airbnb. Um, they coordinate any maintenance if anything needed to be addressed. And then they would make sure that that property is ready and that the next guest had their access code. They received all the messages. They confirmed that they got everything and that they were able to get into the property. 
And then at 5.30, when they ended at that point, like I was pretty much done with my workday. And if I needed to address anything, I could. But it took that big weight off of my chest in the middle of my workday that I knew things were going to run smooth, like during the turnover process, like when somebody checked out to when the next guest checked in and it took a big weight off of me. And then as I added more and more units, I made more money, which gave me more, you know, income to reinvest into the business and expand that person's hours to full-time and then overtime. And then I brought in another part-time person. And then that went to two full-time people and then three and four. And now I have five full-time VAs that work for me in our company. So it, it doesn't have to be, you know, a full-time person right out of the gate, but you're going to want to start to bring on help. And when you go overseas, you know, the labor rate is just a lot cheaper. You know, you can get a quality VA for four to six bucks an hour, somewhere in there. Right. And so you just have to, before you go out and hire somebody, you have to document all your processes, which is already done for you in the mastermind you know what I mean? Like we give you all that stuff, like here's how to do everything. And then you just give that to your staff, but you need to spend some time like, okay, here's how I uh, review my PMS to see what check-ins are coming today. Here's how I review my, my locks either on my phone or on the computer. And you take screen captures, you record videos, you document everything out in a step-by-step -step format so that if somebody had no experience, they could follow this little checklist with pictures of just click this, click this, click this, click this, and they could actually get the job done. And I know it's a time investment to do that, but that's the only way that you're going to be able to become free in your business. If you're working a corporate job right now, the CEO isn't sitting next to you showing you how to do everything. There's processes that were created over time to help onboard and train new staff. You have to go through that same process for your own business. If you want to continue to grow and have the time freedom to go out and hang with your kids or your spouse or significant other, go travel, go golfing a few times a week, whatever it is for you, you have to have those systems in place and then go out and recruit the talent that can continue to run those systems while you're not in front of your computer or your phone. That's the bottom line. Yeah. You know, I'll share a little, little personal experience. So we just hired our first about two weeks ago and um, we're at nine units now. So we went from six to nine in, in about a month um by onboarding some co-hosting deals and uh i mean you and i had this conversation about three weeks ago when i was on the fence um on on hiring someone it was like we we know there's no one that can do the job as as good as my wife and i can like this is our business we scaled it to, to nine listings we're going to scale it to more and we can run the business extremely well and be profitable but at the same time, we're in this to gain more time freedom. So as the more units that we add, the less time that we're, that we're getting back. So uh, what we did is we had someone start about two weeks ago that he's working three to 11. So he's working that check-in process. And that was kind of the biggest thing for me, like all the messages, the cleaning processes, all that is automated. Um, I can tell when my cleaners are coming in and out, they text me, um, which is nice. So I know between the hours of like, 11 and four or 10 and four, which are when the cleaners are in there, I'm confident that they're going to get the job done. However, between the hours of three and 11, those are mainly family hours. And those are hours where I'm investing in myself or, you know, I'm doing something. My wife is doing something too. So I don't, 
I don't want to work during those hours or focus on the business. And a lot of the things, a lot of the tasks that were coming up were just manual tasks, like some communications on how to get into the property. Sometimes there wouldn't be a code inside the August lock for the guests and they'd call us and they'd say, Hey, we don't have it. Um, we get a lot of inquiries as well between hours of like eight and 11 at night. And I don't have my phone on between eight and 11. So this person's not going to be picking up the phone, answering the inquiries. Uh, and for five days a week, you know, we don't really do much with our business and it's his, it's his business between those hours. So yes, there are times where he's going to have to call me, um, if something happens with the property or, you know, a guest has a complaint that I need to attend to, but, um, rarely will that happen. Um, so we, we sat down and we did what you said, Mike, we put a, a, uh, a time study together. We put a list of things that we want him to do. Um, starting off and he's already proven added value to the team. Um, he's handled three Airbnb claims for us. He's handled another claim for uh, my father-in-law that had an issue. So um, he's done great so far. And, um, you know, losing that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say losing, giving him the money <laughs> to work for us is, is going to be a good investment that pays off in the long end. Um, you know, it's, it's coming out of our pocket, but, if we want to scale this and and really build a business that we don't have to be attached to, we need to hire people and, and really solid people to help us scale. So um, whether it's one listing or, or eight listings or nine or 10, um, it, it all depends on, on where you guys are at in your business. So um, it's just kind of looking like what you said, Mike, looking at the time study and saying, all right, where am I spending the most time? When am I spending the most time and what can I outsource? and 100%. it'll it'll take you to the next level there's that saying right if you want to go fast go alone but if you want to go far build a team right you, you need a team you need people that you can know like and trust that are going to get the job done for you so one little tip that i'll give people because i've hired a lot of vas over the years one little tip is in your job requirements or in your skills requirements put that they used to have to work for airbnb in their in their call center and that's, that was like a game changer. When I started recruiting people that used to work for Airbnb, my life got way easier because they already know the business. They already understand how to handle guests and customers. So you don't have to train them on those soft skills. They already know that stuff. Then you just need to train them on how you run your business and the systems that you use, but they already have the background in hospitality. So that's a little nugget for you guys when you're going out and recruiting and looking for VAs. Um, look for somebody that's already worked for Airbnb or Verbo or whoever that understands the hospitality process with short-term rentals. Um, let me ask you this question, Mike, because I feel like, you know, some folks might be on here that might have three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten 10 listings that still haven't hired somebody. How did you get over that fear? Cause I know you had that fear. We all have that fear. I had it too. How did you get over that? <laughs> It's a combination of a couple of things. One, uh, we had something happen at the property where uh, I didn't know the answer to, and I reached out to uh, the guy that we hired and said, hey, can you help with this? What would you do in this scenario? And he knocked it out of the park. He took care of it for us. Um, so <laughs> that was a big part of it, but just just knowing that this is inevitable, like we're, we're the owners and operators of a business that is generating 20K cash flow a month. Like that's that's where we're at now. But we can't create, you know, another one of me or another one of Sierra. So what we're trying to do is 
find somebody who can do some of these tasks that we don't want to do and that can free us up. Um, and that was, I mean, that was really the thing for us. I'm like, I knew, I knew it's going to have to happen. And for me to scale for Sierra, like with our baby coming up uh, in the next three weeks, I was like, we got to get our time back or at least add somebody that can add another layer of comfort for us that can respond to any issues, you know, during these set hours. Um, we're probably going to increase those hours in the next couple of weeks, but um, just kind of knowing like, all right, my bigger goal is more than 20K cash flow a month. Yes, we hit it last month or the last two months, but now it's 50K a month. And how do we do that? So I can't stay in the 20K mic when, you know, running this business when I need to get to the 50K mic, I need to hire somebody and, and really grow the team. Um, so going back to like the main focus and the main goal helped me get over that fear. With a <clears throat> loving kick in the ass for me a few times. Yes. With, with also a kick in the ass from you, Mike, to say, just do it, man. You'll, you'll be thankful. So, um, I also, think the fear that the fear that you had and that I had and that most people have as well is I don't know if I have enough work to keep this person busy, right? You said that, that straight up fear. to me, and I was yeah. like, "Trust me, like you will find stuff for this person to do." Because I even went through this recently because I just hired two more people to cover the overnight shifts, so they work from like nine p.m. to nine a.m. And I told I don't even recruit them anymore. My team goes to recruit them, and I'm like, "What are they gonna do all night long?" Right. And I made my team like go through a time study. What are the things that they can take off your plate so that when they're in between phone calls or random messages that come in, what other things could they be doing operationally to help take some stuff off your plate? And initially, like I kept resisting it and I'm like, you know what, I need to just make this move. So I'm going to do it. But I kept pushing the team and guess what? Now they're taking more operational stuff, like checking all the battery levels and uh, making sure that cleaning schedules are prearranged. So like, when the morning person starts, all that stuff is already laid out for them in their um, morning handover. So like all that stuff is done. They know if anything needs to get changed, it gets commuted to the onsite people, like everything's good. So they're doing a lot of that operational stuff overnight. They can do KPI reports for me. They can do all sorts of other stuff for me on the back end <clears throat> that keeps them busy. But there's always going to be work. And if you look for things that you want to offload off your plate, if you're continuing to do those time studies, every month or every other month, you're going to keep identifying new things that you can offload to your team. Yeah. And then it gets to the point of checking in with the team to make sure you're not burying them with work. And when do you need to add the second and the third and the fourth and the fifth BA? Yeah. Right? So there's, there's this never ending cycle. And then your focus becomes on building a culture. Like my job now is honestly, like some client relations with the investors, but it's primarily like, I look at my job is to build a, a culture that people love working with me and they love what they're doing and they get treated well. And we have a really good vibe. Like one of the VAs was sick this week. I didn't even know because the other ones volunteered and they just overlapped each other and covered her shift. I didn't even know. I didn't even need to get involved because we've built that team culture that we, we take care of each other. So I think that's a huge part, like as you continue to grow and build a business is focusing on building that culture. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's changing from the, the, op, what do you call it? The operator to, it's changing from the operator really to the leader, right? 
You go from like technician to manager to CEO to shareholder. So like I'm still in the CEO seat, but my goal over the next 12 months is to get into that shareholder seat, that it's still my company, but I've got a team that's completely running it with like an operations director that handles everything that completely replaces me. And I'm just a shareholder at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We just got a question in here from Paul. Do you have a checklist of all that operational stuff and work to give your VAs to be busy? Yeah. And that's, that's all part of your onboarding process. But the beauty is Paul, once you get some good ones, I don't have to do any of that stuff anymore. Like now my team onboards new team members and they have all those checklists and they continue to refine them because I empower them to do it. I'm like, listen, if you guys find a better way to do this, make those tweaks, make the adjustments, update the standard operating procedures and do that going forward. So like they have all their daily checklists and all these different things that they're doing that have completely changed from when I onboarded them, but it works for them now. And that's what they use. And that's what they onboard people with going forward. So it's empowering the team. Yep. I'll just share my screen real quick. This is the, uh, the checklist that we've got for Sean. Um, can you guys see that familiar? I think I know where that came from. Yeah, I think I do too. So, um, these are a lot of the tasks. So checking respondent emails, checking the ring battery status. Um, let's see, checking the August codes, make sure they're in there going through the ring recordings. And then we did have this four hours document. That's not it. I'll have to find it. Um, Nope. So basically what we did is we took a list of no, I'm going to share mine. Yeah, I'll go ahead. Up for like Mark. Yeah. Um, so Mark is on my team. He's, he's kind of like my lead operations person on the STR side. And I have somebody else on the hotel side, but let me um, share my screen. I found it. So we call this for our document. So what's the role? What are the responsibilities? What are the results? And what are the requirements, right? So for Mark, he's overseeing the operations of our STR portfolio, ensuring all team members are engaged and providing a great guest experience. He acts as the primary contact for the portfolio questions from uh, the rest of the team. He recruits amazing talent to the team and ensures the culture and skill set fit for occupied communicates with guests or a property management system, all this kind of stuff. Uh, he ensures that all the hotel guests for one of our properties filled in their check-in forms, um, ensures all manual verbo and booking.com reservations have submitted their payments prior to checking in, ensure an overnight staff send our cleaner a screenshot, all the cleanings for the upcoming day. Uh, ensure turnover process is done process any resolution claims, coordinate any property maintenance, monitor battery levels, review property video recordings at the beginning and then end of all of the shifts, uh, monitors noise aware, saves any expense receipts, prepares weekly bookkeeping reports, prepares my monthly owner statements. He posts my coaching call recordings um, and any ad hoc data entry stuff. So his results that he's responsible for ensuring that we maintain a review of at least 4.8 or higher. Ensure the team maintains 100% response rates, all inquiries, 
uh, ensure we resolve all guest issues, ensure the team maintains a response time of 10 minutes or less for all inquiries. And then these are the requirements, prior experience and guest support with Airbnb, which is what I told you guys to put in your job descriptions before. Very strong written and spoken English, extreme attention to detail, outstanding customer service, excellent typing, ability to problem solve, to read critic critically, ability to work with multiple technology platforms like Google Drive, Monday, Google Docs, Google Sheets, WhatsApp, Guesty, Ring, Ring Central, a whole slew of stuff that we use in our business. And so this is basically a job description, but it clearly spells out what are the responsibilities and what are the results that this person is responsible for. So that's, that's what you want to put together when you're working, when you're looking to hire a virtual assistant. Yep. That's awesome. Um, it's going to save time. The money's going to take care of itself. It's going to save time for us. Uh, we got the nine listings with, uh, without getting one. Um, we did get a lot of calls. We responded to a lot of stuff. Um, what I'm looking most forward to is not having to do the bookkeeping anymore, not having to do the owner reports. And, and honestly, between the hours at three and well, till after before three, we'll be monitoring the business. But after three, like that's that's Sean's business, and he can run it, um, and he will run it. And he'll he'll run it well. So that's what I'm looking most forward to is on the weekends, you know, Thursday to Monday. I know he's got it taken care of. Um, so that's that's what I'm pumped about. And don't don't hesitate to uh, to at least interview some as well. Like you can go onto a lot of the different sites, interview a few, see what which ones you resonate with. Um, it may cost you a couple hundred bucks, but that's it. Like, get a couple under your belt, see what you like, see what you don't like. And also one thing I will add was um, you can talk to people that are onshore too. People that may want to get into your business or folks that are like asking you about short-term rentals or folks that are you know, wanting to get into Airbnb and real estate. You can ask them like, hey, here's some tasks that I need to outsource and would you be interested in helping me out or would you be interested in being an intern or an assistant? Um, and you can get some some good talent potentially that's that's here. Um, for us, we didn't want that because it was really the night shift <laughs> um, and we wanted like set hours. But if you do know people that you can help that want to get into this business, that's another route you can take as well. So. 100%. I got to kick Nate and Chad in the ass because it's in the course, guys. You got to go through the material. Go through the material. <laughs> you got to go through the material. I'm not going to spoon feed it to you. It's um, not like these videos are long either. If your plan, like if your goal is to hit really a six figure business, so if your goal is to hit six, 7K a month or 10K a month, anything above that, you're going to have to hire help at some point. So just start planning for that. Um, it's scary at first, <laughs> there's going to be doubts. There's going to be fears, you know, you're going to, I know I'm going to do the best job in this business, but if I can hire somebody that can do just as good of a job or, you know, 80%, like that's good enough. So we can scale that way. Our guests will be taken care of that way and, and everybody, you know, will improve. So that's my parting thoughts. Uh, it's very fresh in my mind. <laughs> after hiring Sean about two weeks ago, but he's helped out tremendously. And I know we're going to extend his hours and, and give him more work and, and hire more people in the future too. So. hundred percent, hundred percent. And if you're already in the game, like if you're looking to take it to that next level, 
reach out to Mike and myself to learn more about the mastermind. It's literally spelled out step by step by step, all the resources, checklists, tools, templates, live coaching with me and with Mike every single week, private mastermind group with 240 something people in there now that are all actively building and growing and scaling a short-term rental business. It's every tool, checklist, everything that you would need to keep going along with accountability and peer groups and everything else and group coaching. So if you're interested in that, it's not a small investment, but if you want to take it to the next level, like that's the program for you. All right. So that being said, Mike, thanks for this topic. Very timely. Um, I think, I think for those folks that are at that level of somewhere between four to six listings, four to eight listings, like you really need to start looking at this seriously. You know, you're going to need help. You're going to need an assistant, a virtual assistant, whatever you're going to do. But if you want to keep your time freedom, you're going to have to bring on a team, period. Cool. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Hope you have an awesome week and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hey, STR Nation, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And in the comments, let us know what topics you want us to cover on upcoming episodes, and we'll make sure to get that in the books for you. And if you really want to learn how to launch, automate, and scale your short-term rental business, if you want to go deeper, then check out our free masterclass at strsecrets.com.